gritty culture and class in America, live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here uh, with the author and so many other things, but uh, Melissa Itell Duran on education is a wonderful book, and she's uh, she's got a novel and she has other books and uh, two documentaries on Melissa, and, uh, and she covers a lot of subjects. But one of the uh, close subjects to Melissa Itell Duran's uh, heart is is education. She's a longtime educator and and uh, did her education in. Uh, Columbia University Teachers College, if I if, if, if she'll correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, uh, today uh, we're going to uh, first of all bring in uh, uh, Melissa, our host, each and every week, and you could uh, search the web and, and so many different um, websites and and radio spots to uh, uh, to see the work that uh, that she's done over the years and uh, hundreds and hundreds of shows, uh, quite a bit on education. Frank McKay here, much more importantly. Melissa, I tell Joran, how are you? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? Uh, I'm I'm terrific. And uh, you and I were talking, you know, some off mic about uh, the situation in the Ukraine. And, and let me just kind of preface this by saying uh, you and I uh, spoke while I was on the ground right after the war started yes. in uh in the Ukraine and we were going back and forth and one of the one of the uh, the subjects or the subject lines that you and I were uh were going after was well what about all the kids what about all the kids in uh in the Ukraine what happens to them and while I was there as you remember um uh, the Polish government the Romanian government the Moldovian uh, government the Hungarian and the Slovak governments all announced that they'll be accepting uh, all uh, refugees from uh, from the Ukraine to put into their public school system, and I thought that was great. I my question to you, Melissa, is uh, is uh, how is that? Uh, how is the follow up on that? Do you uh, do you do you get the vibe that all the kids that uh, that need an education that had to leave their homes in the Ukraine? Did did so, and that they're being accommodated by the neighboring countries. Well, of course, you know everybody across the the, the world, especially in in that part of the globe closest to Ukraine, has uh, reacted to the the crisis since that's been going on. I think since the end of February, with uh, grave concern, uh, not only for the uh, you know, for the military clashes and, and, and the attacks. And by the way, this, this morning there was a report that Russia uh, sent a, a barrage of missiles resulting in a, a massive power outage uh, across parts of Ukraine. So this is far from over. We don't know where this is going to go. And yes, so many displaced families, so many injured, so many killed. And yet in the face of all this, the Ukrainian people remain res- resolute in keeping their homeland and, uh, and, and and not letting anything deter them from, from going on in their uh, their mission to defend Ukraine. In fact, they uh, it's almost as though they're 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 trying to show a, a united front to the Russians. And um, those families that have left, uh, and we saw them leaving trains. You you met many people there, many families, many soldiers. 
you 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 stayed in in boarding homes while you were there, and you you met a, a wide array of people, and and they all expressed uh, this this uh, concern uh, not only for themselves but for the country as a whole, and and those families that did leave with children in tow um, went by train. Uh, I believe to the nearest countries that welcomed them with open arms, including Germany and Poland. And children since then have been, uh, they have been settled there. And it's quite interesting to note um, the uh, the acclimation that has been going on. And, and it's quite remarkable because um, it, while the, these countries have have uh, confirmed their, uh, their attention to the problem to uh, integrate Ukrainian students into the into the the education system. It, it is not without problems, but nevertheless, um, it, these are not problems that we don't see in our own homeland when we we welcome uh, refugees from from Guatemala, let's say, uh, um, who come to our shores, who come to New York, for example, who come to other big cities. It's not that simple, that easy a problem to to manage yet. We, um, we we make every effort we can to um, include them in, in in our schools. Yeah, I, I mean it's just it's one of the things that you don't hear all that much about on the coverage. Is uh, what about the what about the kids in the schools in the neighboring countries? Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, go to melissaitelljuren.com for uh, a look at the two documentaries that she's the subject of, and uh, go to Melissa Vision and. Uh, on Roku and uh, to to see it in in uh, up close and personal on TV, uh, the same documentaries, but uh, lots of work all over the uh, place on on Melissa Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, you're listening to the Melissa I Tell Jordan Show. Uh, Melissa, when you go back to your days as a, as an educator, I imagine and and again you you uh, you've worked in some private schools where you you had a a uh, pretty vast array of uh, of children from other cultures, yeah. right? And also in public school, in public schools, I was a college professor as well. But yes, and more so, I saw that, and I saw the 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 vast array of of, of of cultures in public schools more so than in private schools because the population is bigger, the the facilities are bigger. But nevertheless, you, I'm sure you do have students who who find placements in private schools. One of the things, you know, having having just heard you say that, one of the things that I imagine it would would be more, uh, I, you know, I, I want to be careful not to minimize what the kids are doing uh, and going through in, in the Ukraine, but there's so many of them that, mm -hmm. for example, uh, in Romania, and I, I'm in touch with folks uh, from Romania that are involved with the refugee uh, crisis and uh, in, in dealing with their neighbors, um, in, in the Ukraine, uh, there's so many Ukrainian kids <clears throat> that they're not alone. So it's not like it's a single kid here or a single kid there. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it, it's groups. So I imagine there's uh, there's educators, and I, I know uh, that there are educators that are dedicated to just uh, dealing with the Ukrainian refugees. Uh, do you imagine that's an advantage uh, as opposed to, you know, maybe what you would have seen here in the public schools from different communities around the world? 
Well, it, it certainly is an advantage, um, although um, when families enter Germany, for example, or Poland, they, they may go, they may spread over, you know, several, several areas, several different districts. Um, and but they will find themselves perhaps with some camaraderie. They may go together with friends or or or, or not even such close associates, but perhaps neighborhood, former neighborhood um, residents. So it, it helps, in, you know, in that aspect to um, ease in the the uh, I guess the difficulty in 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 uh, um, in accommodating. Um, being accommodated and 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 acclimating to the environment because it is a it's it's, it's the same thing as you it, it's similar though to what um, uh, kids who are placed in, ultimately placed in ESL programs who who come to New York City public schools uh, don't know the language um, have only lived there lived in the community for a few weeks maybe maybe even less who knows and what, what what's going on actually right now with with the influx of, of refugees coming to the big cities and to have a few kids there who are in the same boat as you are uh, it, it, it's helpful especially for a young a young child um, I, I actually in some cases used to be because we didn't have such a, an influx of, of uh, refugees uh, in years past, uh, you only perhaps you saw you know maybe three, four, you know, just a just a speckling of of of, of kids of, of immigrant kids coming in who didn't know the language, may have been placed in a regular class, a mainstream class temporarily, and then um, placed in a uh, a more a language appropriate setting. Um, but yes, there are since there are a lot of them. Yeah, they may find uh, that someone they knew, you know, they they vaguely knew, you know, back in the you know back in the old neighborhood, is now becoming a closer friend. Yeah, and just listen. Well said, and uh, you know, this is a subject that you and I uh, uh, will be talking about going into the new year, and uh, you know, here as we close out 2022. Um, look, uh, you know, earlier. Uh, you know, earlier this year, it was the first week in March, I I was over there, and and uh, and you said uh, to me, you know, this is uh, this is something to keep an eye on. You know, what happens to uh, to the children? What happens to the educational system that is being destroyed by this war? And you're 100 percent right. Uh, we'll be talking about it as we go into uh, the next year. And uh, Melissa, if, uh, if there's anything else uh, that you'd like to add uh, in closing, we've got about a minute left. Um, Anything you'd like to add uh, as far as uh, what uh, what your hopes are for uh, for the the specifically the children in the schools in the neighboring countries and uh, that are coming from the Ukraine? Well, that that they 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 learn to trust their new uh, elders, their new uh, teachers, their new uh, school officials, and then uh, actually, you know, the, the, the Germany and Poland, um, in addition to the their regular, you know, their daily burdens of, of, of educating everyone, education for all, and they've been they've opened their arms. Their schools have opened their arms to these to the Ukrainian refugee children, um, and they've had to deal with their own problems. They they too have a teacher shortage. Right. You know, where we hear about teacher shortages in this country in various departments. Um, 
but over there, yes, they have teeth. They have real problems too. But they have—they're trying to balance everything. They want to open their arms they, to these kids. They want to ac- help acclimate them as, as as easily as possible, as realistically possible. Uh, it's not an easy process. There's—you have to, you know, remember that they, the kids have to learn the language. And you know, kids—some kids actually pick up languages pretty early on. They're easy, you know, pretty quickly. Um, so they, they are, you know, they are dealing with, you know, their own their own administrative. Uh, issues, uh, while at the same time uh, trying to help these kids who've come from uh, a very tumultuous time in their lives. Uh, Melissa, uh, wonderful to uh, hear from you on this Thank subject. You. And uh, yeah, our thoughts and prayers are with the, uh, you know, all the people of uh, the Ukraine and, and, and the folks that are affected by this, but certainly with the children that are going into new educational uh, systems uh, because of this war that no one asked for. Thank you, Melissa. Oh, thank you, Frank. And to all of you out there, thank you. And uh, have a, a great new year as it comes along. And uh, keep in mind the, uh, the the folks that are trying to keep their, their children in, um, in a solid uh, education while this war is going on and, uh, and they're going into a foreign country to do so. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on the Melissa Itell Jorn Show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell Jorn and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.